This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010 is only weeks away. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. It's the trade show where affiliates attend for free, but only if you register now. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. AFCON 2010 will feature two epic keynotes featuring New York Times bestselling author and social media expert, Joel Kong, and the man they call shoe money, Jeremy Shoemaker. AFCON 2010 is proud to feature two days of non-stop sessions, as well as a plethora of premium professional development sessions on Wednesday, June 23rd from Search Engine Strategies, ClicksMarketing.com, SiteTuners.com, and more. AFCON 2010 will also feature two blockbuster nights of nighttime networking with WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate badge and the PMG Superstar Affiliate Party. Register right now and join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that will be at AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. 2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. I have with us today... Um, my favorite blog writer and uh, one of my favorite humans, uh, Brad Geddes. Welcome, Brad. Uh, thanks, David. And today we're going to talk about a topic. Brad is, is um, uh, the person to me who uh, takes uh, the most complicated PPC topics and breaks them down into um, uh, chunks that even I can understand and everyone else can understand and Brad has done that with a, a, an incredibly powerful new capability that uh, just arrived recently in Google AdWords, and that is called uh, remarketing, remarketing, uh, which is sometimes called retargeting outside of uh, Google AdWords, but Google wants to call it remarketing. Um, but before we get into the topic, I want to direct your attention to the Clicks Marketing blog, that's clixmarketing.com slash blog. Uh, to the PPC Rockstars page, which has a link to uh, the article that we're going to start talking about and a few other articles, one of which uh, Brad wrote as a follow-up. So, Brad, this is a a huge topic um, and and can be super complicated, but um, as usual, we're going to start very, very simple. Um, Could you give us an overview of the kind of concepts behind remarketing? Sure. So at a conceptual level, if you think someone's on your website and they don't convert, right, they don't do some action you'd like them to do and they leave, wouldn't you love to serve them an ad that says, hey, come back to my site? Now, that's, that's okay on the website as a whole. It's really powerful if they left your shopping cart you know, or they didn't finish filling out a form on your page. And so how this at a conceptual level works in AdWords 
is you first define audiences. And don't think of audiences as anything complex. Think of it as when you define an audience, you're just getting a code to drop on your site. All, is that all it is? And this code can go on a page, a set of pages, your entire site, whatever you want. And now when the visitors on that section of your site with the code, a cookie's placed on their computer. And then as they browse around the web, if they're on a, a site that serves Google AdSense and the cookie's on the computer and you've targeted that individual, then your ad can be displayed to them. Pretty simple. So basically, uh, we, the advertisers, have the ability to display ads on the content network uh, only to people that have already visited our site and present a special message to in the ad that refers to the fact that they've been to the site and we want them back. That's that's basically the very simplest form you would use, right? Exactly. Okay, so um, now, now I, I, I realized an analogy this morning might be appropriate, and that is that uh, it's almost like targeted email. In other words, um, and, and maybe even better in some respects, because basically, um, as you're about to explain, you can target people that have hit certain portions of your site uh, or let's say have be- have gotten progressively further in the conversion process on your site uh, with with different targeted messages that refer to the behavior that they exhibited while they were on your site. So in that sense, it's almost like targeted email in that uh, you know you're 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 um, carving out a subset of the people that visited your site and hitting them with a targeted message. Exactly. And if you're an advanced analytics person who sort of created segments across your site, it's the same thing. Right, you're uh, not right. going to examine your people in your shopping cart and compare them to people who went to category pages. Right, they're different types of users. It's the same thing as how you'd segment out uh, analytics for your website. Perfect. Yeah. So let's go a step further. Um, and as you explain in the article uh, uh, in Search Engine Land, which is called "Everybody Deserves a Second Chance Using Remarketing to Reach Abandoned Shoppers," um, talk about what you might do or what an advertiser might do uh, to target. Uh, not just visitors to the site, but visitors who have, uh, let's use two examples. One is um, signed up for a newsletter, and the second is started the shopping process, put something in their cart, but left. So what you just explained in, in your 30 seconds is the first thing you need to think about is what parts of your site do you consider special sections where you want to serve a custom ad back to a user? And that's the biggest first step is actually a planning phase. And we'll use David's examples here, but that's actually something to really think about how you want to set this up. So if someone is signed up for a newsletter, so they signed up for a newsletter, but they didn't do anything else on your website, and you want to serve an ad back to that user, first you'll go into your AdWords campaign. Um, underneath, the, there's a big box that says, like, all online campaigns. Right below that box is another link called Control Panel and Library. Click on that one called Control Panel and Library, and you'll see a tab called Audiences. You'll click the new Audiences tab, and it'll bring up a, it brings up a little wizard where you just can say uh, this is for email signups, um, and then define how long you want the cookie to last for. That's another big one to think about is how long do you want to retarget back to these individuals? Is it 30 days, 90 days, so forth? And then when you save it, you'll have a code. And this is the exact same as like the AdWords conversion code. Then you'd go back to your site on that page where it said, thank you for subscribing to our newsletter. You'll put this code in your HTML. And so now that code's on their computer, on their 
sets a cookie on their computer. So when they're on a different site now, you can target back to them. So that's how first we'll walk through setting up the code. Then we'll walk through creating your, your ad groups. So then if you wanted to serve an ad to someone who abandoned your shopping carts, you do the same thing. Click create new audience, name the list, you know, abandoned shopping cart, um, individuals, whatever you want to name it, that's for you. List the cookie duration, and you've got a code. And this will just go on all the pages of your shopping cart except the thank you page. Now, what can be useful, and we'll get into this a little bit later, is there's something called negative audiences. Because let's say someone went through your shopping cart, you set the cookie on their, their computer's point in time. If they checked out, then you don't want to serve them necessarily this exact same ad again. So you might want to set up one more audience called converted shoppers. And that way you'll have one more set of codes. So now we have two codes. We have one that's for converted shoppers and one for non-converted shoppers. Now we go back to our site across the entire shopping cart pages except the thank you page. We put in the non-converted shopper uh, code. On the thank you page, we then go ahead and put in the thank you for converting code. This way we can make sure we segment out these people abandon shopping cart. These people actually checked out and treat them as different audiences. So that's the first step to getting um, the codes. Any questions on that, David, before I, I go forward? No questions. Just, I just want to underscore the, uh, uh, the reason for um, creating a separate audience of people who have converted. Uh, because except under circumstances where you get a little more detailed and complicated – you want to exclude those, that population from seeing the ads where you're trying to convince people that haven't converted yet uh, to go ahead and convert. Exactly. If you want an ad that says, um, you left four items in our shopping cart, come back, and we'll give you 5% off with this discount code. Well, that ad doesn't mean anything to someone who actually bought because they finished the shopping process. Right. So always with AdWords, think from the ad perspective of the consumer first, and then you back into the settings. Hey, Brad, um, we've got to cut away for a, a word from our sponsors, but we've got a lot more coming up. So listeners, please stay with us, but listen closely. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Hi, this is Joel Kamp. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. 
The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Brad Geddes on a huge topic of, of huge importance, which is uh, Google AdWords remarketing. So, um, Brad, we've given a pretty good overview, and uh, again, I recommend the article that uh, uh, you, you published on Search Engine Land, Everybody Deserves a Second Chance. Let's get a little more detailed and talk about some of the nuances here. So, uh, one of them is bid pricing, and, uh, and uh, for reasons that you explain, um, there may be reasons why... Uh, an advertiser might want to bid more for some of these audiences than others. So t- touch on that for a second, if you would. Sure. So if someone, if you think of who your most valuable consumers are, or your most valuable person is someone who actually bought from you, right? did some transaction, they're their most valuable. The second most valuable is someone who started the process. Your website convinced them they wanted to buy. So whether it's a shopping cart, a form fill, whatever it is, they started the process, but then they dropped out for whatever reason. And they could be they just ran out of time and had to go to lunch or they had a meeting coming up and they were at work. So this is your second most valuable audience on your website. So this is going to be worth more to you on a bidding standpoint than just putting an ad across the content network. Right? This is a consumer who is on your website and started a conversion process. You've already convinced them to start. So all this ad does is convince them to come back and finish what they started. Perfect. And I, I love the fact that these ad messages can be so specific. I mean, I, I, I expect that there will be some uh, site visitors that see the ads that are shocked and uh, because the ads can talk directly to them. You know, I mean, uh, when you combine this with um, something I'd like you to go into a tiny bit of detail on, which is uh, the, the cookie duration, you could actually flip up an ad that says, hey, um, uh, great to see you again. Um, can you can you please repeat the visit that you did last Tuesday and uh, come back to our site by clicking <laughs> here? Right? Yeah, you can you can go that depth. Yes, you can. So talk about uh, cookie duration for a second. Sure. So cookie duration, all it all it is is how long you want the cookie to live on the browser. At a high level, that's all it is. Now the reason why it can be useful is let's take um, the example we started earlier: abandoned shopping cart people. So you have your what audience, which is abandoned shopping cart. Maybe you say. If they don't come back in 30 days, we're probably going to lose them. So you set a 30-day cookie. Then you have those people who actually converted. Now let's say you sell a product that people only need once a quarter for whatever it is. So what you could could do then is for that second cookie you dropped on the computer, which was converted shoppers, you could then set a cookie that is – say 30 – say 90 days. That would be a length of a quarter. You can even do then a third cookie that is called remarketing to shoppers and then make another audience which where the cookie duration is, say, um, 180 days. Now what you can do is you can go and make an ad group that says 
if you are if you abandoned um sorry if you checked out on our cart don't serve an ad for 90 days because we're going to put this as our negative audience list you then in that exact same ad group add the audience which has the 180 day cookie on it so that way someone if they see your your ad again could see it again for the first 90 days they won't because they're a negative audience but they buy quarterly so then after that 90 days passes, three months has happened, they need your product again, now your ad pops up again for that audience for the next you know, 90 days after that. And if they don't buy quarter two, then you sort of you know, abandon that user or could even make a third ad for the next quarter for that user. So some really custom ways you can set your ads up, whether they don't show you know, for three months of time or whether they don't show for a week, however you want. You have a lot of control over the duration of how a campaign works. That, that's brilliant, and, and it, it reminds me of email again, you know, the emails that uh, a, a flower, uh, online flower vendor might send out to someone who bought a year ago to, uh, to repeat the purchase for the same anniversary. Hey, Brad, um, I want to go into one more. We're starting to drift into the, the really uh, fun, detailed stuff, um, and uh, uh, I want to go into two topics that are, that are pretty cool. Um, but before I do, I want to remind people that um, Brad goes into a lot more detail by dissecting uh, his own impl- implementation of remarketing for his own site, which we can't fail to, to mention at the very end of the show. Um, so that's on the BG Theory blog, and do a search on remarketing, and you'll find it just like I did. Um, so uh, one uh, capability that is not uh, explicitly part of remarketing, but you have talked about using uh, for, for, for good effect uh, in combination with remarketing is frequency capping. And I don't think many people understand or know, even know about frequency capping for, for content ads. So could you run through that quickly? Sure. So frequency capping is essentially all it is, is, is you, it's a campaign setting. So it only applies to content network um, where you can set a limit of how often somebody will see your ad. So let's say you find that MySpace does well for you. Well, MySpace can do – you can do 100 million impressions in a week in MySpace. And you wouldn't want the same person to see your ad a million times. That's not useful. You want to spread it across the user base. So you can go to frequency capping and say, um, only show my ad to this user 10 times per week, which is a decent one for MySpace. If it's, say, Forbes, which is a lot less page used, different sort of demographic, you might say only let this user see my ad you know, 20 times over the course of a month. So that's all frequency capping is, is saying how often, when a time frame, and it's daily, weekly, or monthly, how, how many times they see my ad before they no longer see it. If you're doing any kind of CPM bidding, you should understand frequency capping. It's, it's huge in the CPM world. It's good to know about it in the PPC world. Good point. Very good point. Hey, Brad, we've got to break away for another message from our sponsor. So uh, please stay with us. I'm saving the best for last. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, go over the tip that Brad told me a few minutes ago that actually just totally blew my mind. Stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. 
This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find the direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory. Because now there's Lead Researcher from eGrabber, the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com slash WMR. That's egrabber.com slash WMR. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back. Brad, we've got time for one more topic. And this one just uh, completely freaked me out. And that was when you said it's possible to create a, an ad group with no keywords and no placements. So uh, describe that and what happens when you do it. Sure. So when we are setting up remarketing campaigns, I was really sort of thinking at how I wanted to set these audiences. And, and the audience of a banding shopper is such a different audience than your other than your keywords and your placements you might choose. So personally, I made a completely new campaign for the remarketing. That way I could set up settings that were different than everything else. Then we went to ad groups and we said forget keywords, forget placements for a second. Those are for our, our content campaigns. We really just wanted to serve an ad to the user base where they were on our website. So we went in and created ads that said, like, you know, you abandon our shopping cart, you know, use XYZ for 5% off and stuff like that. A little more detailed and thought out than I just went through. Then we went to the audience tabs and added our audiences. So one ad group would be just abandoned shopping cart users. Another ad group might be people who looked around the site but didn't make it to the shopping carts. Another one might be those who you know, filled out an email, sort of like an email responder list, but didn't actually buy. 
And so now we're serving ads purely just upon the cookie being on the browser because they were on the website, not based upon any other setting um, in that campaign or ad group. That's just wild. I mean, that that's the ultimate in contextual advertising where the context is the human, right? Yep. And, and these are – yeah, I mean, and I don't have enough stats to go into any real meaningful data yet, but – you're probably seeing three to four times higher click-through rates and a triple, quadruple conversion rates for these than other content network ads because the user is so targeted. And they know what they're getting into when they click on your ad copy. You don't, your ad doesn't have to convince them what you do. They already know that part. It yeah. just has to convince them to come back. Fantastic. Um, well, I'm looking forward to uh, having you back um, in a couple of months where we can talk about the results of some of these uh, sensible ideas and crazy experiments that we do together. That'd be and great. Be- uh- and and one more thing, I wanted to make sure that to mention um, your new, relatively new, certified knowledge site. Um, has that come out of beta yet? It is not. It should come out of beta as soon as I finish moving. I'm not going to launch this. I'm moving across country. I'm not going to obviously launch something brand new as I'm moving my stuff. And can't Sorry. spend time on the site. So as soon as I finish moving, probably three weeks from today, so like the first week of July, July, it'll it'll launch, and it's an yeah. online PPC uh, tool set and learning system. Uh, that's that's not doing it justice because it's so much. It's basically a fantastic resource for uh, all PPC. Uh, uh, campaign managers. There's a link to it from the Clicks Marketing blog. And uh, before I wrap up, I also want to congratulate you on reaching the Amazon top twenty. Was it? No, top two thousand. I think uh, we hit Amazon. We hit like eleven hundred. The top eleven hundred book across Amazon. And considering Fantastic. that's all of Amazon, that's great. We were number four in advertising. And considering that Seth Godin and. Um, uh, permission marketing type books, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Arena, number four in all of advertising. I was really happy with. No, no, no doubt. Well, congratulations again. Well deserved. Thank you. And there's a, there's a link to the uh, book on the um, Clicks Marketing blog page as well. So thanks again, Brad. I'll, I'll see you uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. All right. Thank you, David. Sure. And thank you, listeners. Uh, appreciate your coming by. Come by next week, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on every Monday for countless episodes of PPC Rockstars. <laughs>